Welcome to Best Song Ever. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How are you doing today, Luke? Oh, I'm feeling just zappy today. Ooh, zappy. Uh, yeah, we'll figure that's, out what that means That's later. a new one. Yeah. <laughs> um, You know, it's been a, a little while since we've done an episode, and mm, in has. that time, we each had a birthday. I turned 29, you turned like 1,000 or something. Yep, and yep, yep. I'm feeling older and bolder. How about you? I am feeling older and worse. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I went to a bachelor party for the weekend, and I have been recovering ever since for days. Oh, I, I see what you're talking so about. so tired. A bachelor party, right? The old... The old sniffy, I go, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a euphemism for cocaine. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know that. We all know what goes on at bachelor parties. You know, the old like, you know, I, I know it's up like, you know, it's like, we all get the idea. I don't know. Uh, but no, I just stayed up late. That's all that happened. I stayed up late three day, three nights in a row. And now I am exhausted for days. You <laughs> you punk bitch i just stayed I up three nights in a row stayed up late playing fucking video games so yeah well the thing is you haven't hit your 30s yet my friend oh, wait my until that 30s. happens once Which, that happens i feel like the day after i turned 30 all of a sudden i had all these gray hairs in my beard and it was terrible really? oh i already have gray beards in my hairs oh <laughs> No, I saw that something. I was watching something where someone was saying, like, when I turn 40, like, my back starts hurting. I'm like, my body aches so much as it is all the time. I'm only 29. So, you're in big trouble. Who knows what my 40s I'm going to be like in an iron lung or something, you know? Indeed. I did see two great musical performances in the time we were off mm. Local Natives ah. and the Wu Tang Clan. Oh, they were pretty that's much, right. it was like seeing the same show twice, like so similar. <laughs> they were very different. But um, the Wu Tang was, I mean, Local Natives was fantastic. Although, is that the Majestic where anytime you try and have a quiet moment, people are just talking so loud? Mm. I don't know what it is about <laughs> that place. And. Um, but they were fantastic, such beautiful harmonies, um, played all my favorite songs. But then the Wu-Tang Clan was amazing. Um, it was a really interesting crowd because it was in Sterling Heights. So there was like, you had like a crowd that looked like they would fit in at a Kid Rock concert or something like mm, that, mm-hmm. or like a Rob Zombie show or something. Then you had like bougie like families, like this woman and her like 10-year-old kids were there. And then you had like hipsters and just like it was just like so many different types of people and then um like my brother was being like oh these guys in like hunter's camo in front of us are really into the wu-tang and then they start and they knew every word and we're just like everyone was like losing their minds i wonder what it is about the wu-tang i know they're just i mean they're great that iconic yeah i guess and maybe because it was the 90s too because Mm. i feel like there was probably a lot of people who like listened to them in high school and like now are seeing them like 20 years later or whatever. Yeah. But Young Dirty Bastard was there mm. and he was phenomenal. He was young, uh, older bastard's son, sounds just like him. And um, it was really great. There was a terrible opener <laughs> called Dope Rhyme Villains with a Z. Oh boy. Um, and I, I feel bad because like people started like booing and yelling, "Get off the stage!" Like I don't think they could hear it was back where I was, but I'm like, 
even if someone's not good, I don't want to ever boo them and say get off the stage because I'm still like they're up there, they're putting themselves out there. I respect it, right? But they were not very good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like if you're opening for Wu Tang Clan, you should be. Yeah, good. You, should you should probably bring it. be good. Um, yeah, I don't know how that happened, but, um, but yeah, it was. I mean, Wu Tang was fantastic. They played all of Thirty Six Chambers and then mm. a handful of other stuff. They did like a come together by the Beatles thing where the Rizzo was just like making up words to come together. It was it was really awesome. Were they all there? Um yeah, I counted ten. So Ghost yeah, Space. They were all oh Ghost Space was there, oh, yeah. Man. Capadonna, you got yeah, so they were all there. Nice. Yeah. So this is of course best song ever. I'm Luke LeBen. Brian's Brian LeBen. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> i'm luke levin brian's brian levin and there's nothing you can do about it that's who we are uh we're gonna play songs uh for you and for each other and if brian plays a song i really love i'm gonna say lordy lordy barry gordy and gosh darn it if i play one he loves he's gonna say papa likey so brian you getting us started i am and i'm so excited for my lineup today it's like a all it's an all-star lineup and uh i'm I got some goats i i got some goats and i'm i'm kicking it off with the goatest of of the goats um mr tumnus <laughs> uh i mean he might he might actually be all he's right only half that. goat that's he's yeah, only 50 yeah, yeah, no. yeah. goater than thinking goater than him um this is the first song from a new project uh, un, uh, which is Purple Mountains. Have you heard Purple the name Purple Mountains at all? I recently? have not. So, this is the new project of David Berman, who uh, retired the moniker Silver Jews ten years mm. ago. Uh, which Silver Jews, one of my top tippy top bands. He was the mastermind behind uh, Silver Jews. He also. Uh, wrote songs and and recorded some of the earlier stuff with Stephen Malkmus from from Pavement. Oh, really? But um, he is just an incredible songwriter. I've been telling you for years and years you should really get into Silver Juice, and I don't think you have yet. No, I've listened to a handful of songs and like their sound. And I interviewed William Tyler, who used to play in ah, Silver okay. Juice. Um, so yeah, I've always meant to really dig in, but have just done a surface level. I, I hope this can be a gateway. I know um, that it has been kind of for for some people I know that haven't been that into Silver Juice. They've listened, they've heard this song and, and have been uh, really blown away by it. it. It has the potential to be like him at the very best of his songwriting and but it just falls short and music no. well i mean the the, <laughs> the the album i mean it, it's it's it shows great potential for, ah, for maybe one album. of his strongest releases yet mm. i don't know early to say but this is a, a great song and i want to listen to it with you my dear dear cousin play it for me dear boy all right here we go this is purple mountains with all my happiness is gone Than you might suppose 
Lately I tend to make strangers wherever I go Some of them were once people I was happy to know Mounting mileage on the dash Double darkness falling fast I keep stressing, pressing down some substratum feels like something really wrong has happened i confess i'm barely hanging on all my happiness is gone all my happiness is gone You know what? What? Here's an interesting thought. Um, Lordy, Lordy, Barry, Gordy. Uh, 
You know what made it for me was that string thing. I mean, it sounds sort of like a synth string. Yeah. And it's very simple. Not mm-hmm. Nothing crazy about mm-hmm. it, but it, uh, it really made the song. And I liked his voice was very unique and sort of rambly Lou Reed uh, type Leonard Cohen type thing going on there, which I liked a lot. Yeah. You know what makes it for me is all of it. Oh, um, yeah. Um, I, he's oh, he's a great lyricist, and it's really nice to see he hasn't um, lost that over the last ten years. You know, he this is his first mm-hmm. first song in a long time, um, and uh, it's his it's his own signature ramble singing voice going on um, that uh, is is back as well. But um, I am a sucker for like combining. Uh, depressing thoughts with really happy sounding music yeah yeah i love Um, that and this this does it a lot uh you know there there are times i've felt sad and then i'll put this song (laughs) yeah and then i'll put this song on and uh it it makes me feel better even though it's like such a dour uh you know sediment to it so uh yeah i i'm very very excited about this and i i love this song a lot um he's a great artist you should check out silver juice you should uh, more and uh all the people out um, all the millions of listeners we have should check out uh silver juice as well but um yeah i'm anxiously awaiting this you know what the uh string part reminded me a lot of Hmm. age of consent the new order song Mm -hmm. but there was this band never ending white lights that covered it in the like early 2000s that we played on 89x all the time and they had like a string part like that and i really liked it i mean i, I liked it in that in their cover of it and um yeah that was just felt very new ordery to me i liked it a lot even yeah. though it was more acoustic uh just that yeah the whole feel for sure so that was purple mountains with all my happiness is gone from purple mountains which is out july 12th on drag city Suck my flaps, you piece of shit. What? (laughs) (laughs) Huh? Oh, Brian. I say that, of course, because it's a quote from the song Terry Fold from the last season of Rick and Morty. Right. Um, That song has Justin Roiland just doing his signature uh, stream of consciousness stammering. um, And it's backed by some lovely synth compositions from the artist i'm about to play next ah okay uh this is the band chaos chaos have you ever heard of them nope they um they're a duo of sisters asia and chloe savedra they make some awesome upbeat well-constructed synth pop i thought they were fairly new but then i was reading on their wikipedia and they had a band called smoosh and they've been playing since they were like like i i don't even know how young they are i saw there was a picture of them i was like they are children insane Six. back there behind the drums um maybe it's possible wow. um apparently they were like at a music store and ran into the drummer from death cab and he like uh inspired chloe to get into the drums and mm. they made a band but yeah so they've been playing since they were really young and they made chaos chaos back in 2012 and have released a handful of songs and the new one is called Armed and Dangerous, and that's what we're going to listen to. And watching the video for this, you're like, oh, I understand. They fit in well with like the Rick and Morty uh, creators, clearly sci-fi fans with like a goofy sense of humor. And even though 
the sort of like emotion behind this song is actually really powerful. They have a, a sense of humor and they're being goofy and dressed in all these crazy sci-fi type clothes in the video, which, you know, I'm a big fan of like bringing some humor into music, even if it is serious, because that's life, you know, and Mm -hmm. I feel like separating the two is not always true to life. And, um, so this song is really just light and effervescent and fun and danceable, uh, with a great beat and a lot of fun, interesting sounds. But like I said, it also has a deeper meaning that we'll get into after we listen. So you ready to feel the beat? Oh, yeah. Let's jam out to Chaos Chaos with Armed and Dangerous. Chapter 2 
My butt is armed and dangerous. <laughs> or my fart is on. That would work better. My fart. <laughs> poor these poor artists that let us use their songs on right. the show, and this is what I do with them. Um, yeah, I'm leaving this in, Brian. But go ahead. <laughs> I, I sure hope you're that was not. Such a great parody. I'm <laughs> absolutely leaving it in. Uh, Papa liked that song. Yes, uh, very much. Uh, yeah, it's got. Uh, I love synth pop uh, songs, yeah. and that was a great synth pop song. It goes some unexpected places with different sounds as well as like the melodies and yeah. and, and such, but it's got that solid backbone of a of a solid beat and uh right. little little like the horniness is yeah, buried baby. uh but then it comes out a little bit like it, it's a little subtle but uh will sometimes overtake you um I, I like horny songs a lot and uh yeah no that was great i liked it a lot i'm i've never listened to them before but i want to now for sure yeah they're they're awesome and i'm glad you liked it because i was like I wasn't sure how you were going to feel about it, but I thought mm. since you're a big, like, Tegan and Sarah fan and, like, other oh, synth pop, like, oh, yeah. I would hook you with it. But, yeah, I love the horn. It reminds me sort of, of like, a sound cut copy used. Yes. Um, and that, like, combining the sort of synthetic horn with those other yeah. electronic sounds. It's got, like, sort of a bongo beat going on. Just so many cool sounds. And uh, I was trying to, like, decipher the lyrics. Um my one interpretation was like sort of like vulnerability being power because she keeps talking about armor and um like wearing armor and then in the later on is saying remove the armor piece by piece i'm armed with authority i think she says and um don't be don't be weird brian um, <laughs> i know you've got an armor removal fetish oh man do i ever <laughs> yeah i love removing armor i know your keywords are armor removal yep. 6996 <laughs> uh, which this is episode 96 oh yeah yeah which apparently you reminded me we yes. talked about the reverse 69 on our 69th episode butts to back ahead <laughs> butts to back ahead so it's hot man have I you know, ever have you tried it since then it, um i i have not With your fiance your I, now fiance <laughs> i mean I'm telling you man brian i can't share that story she won't let me talk about that stuff on the podcast so yeah me neither yeah me neither buddy me neither (laughs) um but anyway (laughs) as if my parody wasn't bad enough we go on that tangent in the middle um but the uh the whole idea of the armor and removing it and making yourself more vulnerable and then having more power and being more armed and dangerous but also she says Mm. something about like the beast within and it seems like maybe like hiding a part of yourself um with the armor as well and then sort of revealing letting yourself be free from that Hmm. so those are my interpretations so like i said this band has a good sense of humor but they're by no means like a joke band and that song while you could just enjoy the awesome beat and cool sounds and dance to it um it actually does have a more powerful meaning than i first realized so that was chaos chaos with armed and dangerous and that is out now on all your dsps your disps that stands for digital streaming platforms brian Uh, i was i was wondering what you were talking about they say it in press releases i get so 
Oh, it's oh, your fancy, Spotify, fancy. your Apple Music, your Amazon. Is there another one? Oh, Amazon Music. Uh, your title. All right. Well, I'm gonna continue my goat parade. Um, yeah. <laughs> with uh, another goat who. This is just her second album that's coming out, but I loved the first one so much. Right, and we're talking about greatest of all times. Yes, greatest of all times. Um, so, this is Jason, uh, who we've played on the podcast at least two times. Oh yeah, um, and she is getting ready for her uh, to put out her sophomore album, and um, it was just a. Uh, Little, a couple years ago that Everybody Works came out, and I, I loved that album yeah. a lot. It was, it was super good. And then I believe she came out with an EP or mm-hmm. something, which was also awesome. And, and she did that one with Justice Prophet, yes, too, which right. was good. Yep. And, um, yeah, for the new um, for this new song, she wanted to go for uh, a combination of Alanis Morissette and Cocteau Twins. I don't know what the second one is, but cool. Uh, it's a it's like an '80s gothic rock, uh, dream pop sort of band. Um, you should listen to them; they're good. The Cocteau Twins. I think they might be into butts on backs of heads. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's it's not spelled Cocteau. Yeah, oh, it's just okay. how it's pronounced. They're fancy. Um, or is it like an Edward Penis Hand situation, and they have cocks for toes? <laughs> it could be. I. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen their toes. Take their shoes off but, next um, time you see them. Take them off. Um, so for this new album, she uh, completed it during a week-long solo retreat to Joshua Tree. Um, oh. And this song in particular, she uh, said she came up with the vocal melody while chopping onions during a rare snowstorm in Joshua Tree. Mm. Uh, so, you know, that, that can lend itself to a little otherworldly quality and um yeah I, I i love this song i love the artist so let's let's get to this one as well this is jason with superbike <laughs>
swore I wouldn't do this again, but we're already very gordy. I mean, you gotta. Right when I think I'm out, they pull me back in yeah. with the Sommeister. Right. Um, she uh, is fantastic, and I like that that still sort of had her style, which is sometimes sort of like sludgy but soft and mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but definitely a 90s uh i could see like Lindsay lohan riding around london to that song <laughs> all right from the parent trap when they played six fence on the richer oh ah, okay kiss me because yeah it had sort of that vibe that sort of 90s like acoustic like pop rock uh lannis morissette as yep. you said um and I liked your other song had that similar sort of like acoustic breezy uh, feel to it. Yeah. Which I like. I like the energy you're bringing to the Doom Tomb today because all <sighs> yeah. my songs are very different and um, like from each other. And I liked that you uh, had that same sort of style, but also in a different way. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that will show up in the last song nice. as well. These these three songs are they have a similar uh, through line to them yeah. for sure. Um, I think that I love. Uh, I love jangly acoustic guitars, and these all yeah. have nice strummed out acoustic guitars. But um, I think my favorite part of that song is the extended instrumental part at the end. Yeah, uh, that just uh, breaks down a bit and then go just rocks a bit hard there. Yeah, um, and gets real grimy and nasty. Well, that's what good. the main like melody, which I loved at the end mm-hmm. there was like that do 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 do, um, was sort of like very subtle in the whole haze of all the crunchy guitars, and uh, I liked how subtle it was, but still very affecting. Yeah, and uh, I loved that she recorded, produced, engineered, and mixed the album all her all wow. by herself. Um, but. Much like those lovable lads from Liverpool, she mm. got along, got by with a little help from her friends. Yeah, um, she brought in Ross and Rachel. Uh, uh, Ross, Joey. Rachel, will they? Won't they? Uh, <laughs> you know, it was yeah. kind of distracting the whole time. They were <laughs> yeah, recording. like Jeff Buck already, right? And then you had Joey. You know, he's trying on all everyone's clothes, yeah, being like, "Where was like, the foosball table?" I'm Doctor Drake Ramore. Right. What was his name? Uh, I think that's something think that, like that. I think that's pretty odd. Um, but besides them, uh, also Vagabonds, uh, Letitia Tamko. Oh, she great. Chastity Belts, Annie Truscott. Oh, she cool. And Justice Prophet. Oh, uh, he nice. <laughs> amongst other people. Uh, so yeah, it, it's a an all star cast uh, on this album, and this is the the first song we have from it. Very excited to hear uh, what else is on here. That was JSOM with Superbike from Anuk Co. Out August 23rd on Polyvinyl Records. All right. Well, my next song comes from a plucky young punk band from Ireland, don't you know? And uh, (laughs) I actually played them uh, previously on the podcast. Uh, This is the band Silverbacks. Do you remember they had that song Dunkirk? Yeah. And um, they released another song called just with the band and then they just released a song pink tide and the three of those are all uh on spotify together and i was just listening to them today and they're all so great and uh for a new band their sound is just so tight like i just feel like they just are like a machine and actually the song is kind of mechanical but we'll get into that after we listen to it but this song is called pink tide 
and we're just going to get right into it. We're just going to let the pink tide flow over us. Here's Silverbacks with Pink Tide. like that song as well (laughs) that was a cool reaction i liked it (laughs) yeah uh yeah it had a mechanical sound to it um the uh the guitar was kind of like um i I don't know what the right word is uh good but also (laughs) um kind of out of tune but in in all the right sorts oh, yeah. of ways they got that um, post-punk dissonance yeah. going on at times and it yeah. was a little screechy it was a little mechanical sounding mm-hmm. as you said but also um yeah just the the whole vibe of it was very like you know yeah uh and yeah i, I enjoyed it this is uh i remember really liking dunkirk and then yeah. after that checking like all right when are these fools releasing like an album for nolan's on, next movie right Let's right see. right and uh yeah and uh also uh checking like when are they releasing right. an album so it's fun to to know they're at least putting out songs hey yeah. Let's let's get some more. Let's get a full length, guys. Let's get an LP in here before I go insane. Lip it, bro. 
Whip it. <laughs> Can we get a lip, please, from you, Silverbacks? Okay. Um, Normally, I say, hey, I don't want any lip from you, but Silverbacks, I, I want lip from you. And actually, speaking of Dunkirk, the actual battle, um, it, this did... Because I was sort of like had an authoritarian like thing like image in my head. I wasn't listening that closely to the lyrics before when I was listening to it. And because he says, make way for the guards. There's nothing to me. I thought he said gods at first, but then I read that it's guards. Mm. And um, yeah, it seems like this sort of like defiant to this like authoritarian rule. And that's when I was saying mechanical. But now I was thinking of more of like a military formation. Mm. Like that's what I was seeing when I was listening to this. And um, then there's that line, the old heads clash and the youth mellow out, which I find interesting Um, because I was thinking, I've been thinking about this before, how it's like, I don't know, I feel like you and I really clash with our parents' generation on things like politically, but that's been happening forever. Right. Sometimes it feels like, oh, this is this new thing that I'm feeling, but then you're like, this is the way it's always been. So... I just, I wonder why that is. And I just like, are we going to grow up to then just clash with the, the youth while they mellow out? I hope not. I hope not. Um, we probably will in some ways, you know, like, um, uh, I'll clash with them like about the clash. Right. They're going to be like, they're not the best band. They're going to be like, who are, who are they? Yeah. And I'll be like, listen, London's calling baby. (laughs) Yeah. And um, Lindsay Lohan's there listening to Sixpence the Richer. Oh, also, what it made me think of is the Pink Tide made me think of, like, the Women's March. And, you know, like, mm-hmm. the Blue Wave. Everyone was saying the Blue Wave's coming, the Pink Tide. Um, which I'm wondering if that was intentional or what they meant by it. Um, mm. Ironically, this came out right as I was finding out about all the terrible abortion laws that are trying mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. take white rights away from women so i liked this idea of like the pink tide is gonna come back and wash it all away and again that's something that i may have invented in my mind maybe they didn't maybe that's coincidence but hey either way pretty cool it is cool and uh yeah sometimes uh things like that happen you know like there's some weird grand mystery out yeah. there grand mystery so that was Silverbacks with Pink Tide. That is out now, and that is another goddamn self-release. We got fucking self-starters on this show today. That's what I bring to the table. So Nice work. Uh, I'm going to move on to someone who I didn't realize before they signed to a label back in 2015, released five albums of self-released material. Yeah, I knew that. Um, I didn't know that. <laughs> You don't even know who it is. Yeah. Obviously, it's... Let's say it together. <laughs> no. You go ahead. Obviously. Sandy Alex G. Sandy Alex G. Um, Sandy, oh, I love Sandy Alex G. I know. Yeah. Uh, the goat parade continues. Yes. Sandy, Sandy Alex G. Uh, I this think is... he had a goat on the cover of his last album, <laughs> so that's like I, double I, meaning. I think you're right. And um, this is someone that I only have listened to his last album, which is Rocket. Yeah. Uh, and now knowing he has so much more music to dive into, I got to do it. Yeah. What I had am only, I doing? I had only heard beach music, which is the one before, mm. uh, before rocket. And, uh, uh, yeah, I haven't really dug into his old stuff either, but 
should. So Sandy Alex G is Alex Giannascoli, I, I think. Oh, that's a cool sure. name. And um, I could see why you abbreviated it to G. <laughs> yeah, that's a it's very long, especially once you throw Sandy in there. Plus, he's got the the parentheses around Sandy. It's just so many characters, and he's a character too. Yeah, and he has been making these strange textured music out there sonic adventurism um and this song fits in with the uh with his established sound so well but also is different and super cool and you know uh sandy alex g like no one song or no two songs really sound quite alike Uh, i think you're really gonna like it so let's listen to the song this is sandy alex g with gretel
Sandy. I'll give you a Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. Sandy. No, I listened to this the other day, sort of passively. I wasn't really paying attention. I was like doing other stuff. And I at first thought like, oh, I don't like this as much as his other stuff. But I'm glad you played it. So listening again, I really liked it. And I really did like that sort of chaotic uh, is part that was going on in the beginning and end. And the haunting drones that was uh yes that was really eerie uh but i liked it a lot and then i liked how he like did like the sped up version of that sort of chorus and pinned it from the one ear to the other just yeah again like you said just adventurous experimental just trying so many different things and making a sound that's really unique yeah, it's uh, it is super weird. I I kind of forgot how weird it is because the part that gets stuck in my head is like the short twenty seconds that I are real to go back, yeah. real bright and like mm-hmm. strumming the guitar and stuff. But there's so much strange world building before and after, and it's it's uh like you said chaotic and just droning and sinister feeling at times. But uh, yeah, really cool. Uh, no one can craft a, a song quite like my boy sandy yeah. alex g um and there's some weird uh I'm, I'm interested to know more about the themes on the album there there's not much in this um press release here but uh you made it a joke off mic about uh you prefer hansel over gretel yes, yes. um also the album name is house of sugar so um is there some sort of fairy tale vibe going on here um is it, i don't know um and you know i, I think i don't want to go back no one's gonna push me off the track or something like that yeah. was uh you could say that, that hansel and gretel uh felt that way yeah but they did want to go back didn't they because they wanted to get away from the witch i don't know the story that well <laughs> right uh yeah, they did. Um, they did want to go back, I guess. Yes, but they didn't let someone get in their way. Yes, they said, "Get out of my way, witch." Yeah, you're not gonna cook us today, witch. Actually, the only knowledge I have of Hansel and Gretel is from a Bugs Bunny cartoon that played. We sometimes mm, see movies. I remember. Th- I, you yes, remember that one? Yes. We sometimes see movies at the Senate Theater, which is like uh, down like Southwest, and it's. Uh, like a rundown theater that's being redone and they play movies there and uh they played that random hansel and gretel bugs bunny before him that's movie weird once. yeah but now i know a witch tries to cook them they should have just been like hey bugs bunny help us out in that song he should have been like mm-hmm. bugs bunny's gonna help me stay on track take notes alex yeah. uh maybe write about bugs i'll bunny. send you a letter so that was sandy alex g with gretel from House of Sugar, which is out September 13th on Domino. Oh, Sandy boy, the Alex, they are Gene. My last song, I asked to close the episode because I love this last song so much and I thought it would be a good one to uh, end our show. And uh, you know what's funny is I've seen, maybe this is how we got started on the goat thing because I didn't remember, but I'm reading my notes now. And it says, my next song comes from an artist that is a BSE goat. <laughs> so maybe that's just happenstance. But um, this artist is a goat uh, and the <laughs> greatest of all time. And this person released one of the best albums of 2017. And she's back, baby. This is Jessica Hoop. Oh, yeah. I did not say Jessica. 
That's even not, though that's not her name. I know it's Jessica, like Fresca, but with a J. Right. Like you take Fresca, you get rid of the fra and add a J. It's that simple. Right. But but I feel like when I say Jessica, mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. sounds like I'm saying Jessica, unless I really punch it like I just did. Mm-hmm. You know. But mm-hmm. um, you're doing really good though. Thanks. Uh, but a pretty cool name for a pretty cool artist. Um, <laughs> Jessica, uh, she made the record uh, Love Letter for Fire with Iron and Wine in 2016. That's how I heard of her. And then in 2017, released the amazing Memories Are Now. You and I both became obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. And I played the titular Memories Are Now on this podcast. And, uh, you know, she is technically a folk musician, but does the most interesting brand of folk that I feel like I've ever heard. And um, on her last album, I feel like it was a bit more guitar-centric, even though there were some other things going on. But this one feels even more elaborate, but still has that sort of her sort of classic folk influence. Everything about it, the guitar, the instrumentals the rhythms the melodies are all just really interesting and unexpected and not typical in any way and we always talk about how we hear voices that are like the same voices over and over again and so it's so refreshing when you hear just a unique uh, unmistakable voice and that's her um definitely and her voice it always just moves in such an interesting way and I love it so much. And her new album, Stone Child, is coming out in July. And I listened to it today, and I was worried like it wouldn't live up to the last one. And it's it's really incredible. And uh, I already added it to my short list of best albums of the year. Whoa. Yep. And we're going to listen to the song Shoulder Charge. And Jessica is joined on this song by like the best vocalist duo around today. The old Bob haircut having coordinated outfit wearing harmony queens themselves. Lucius! Ah, yes. Jess Wolf and Holly Lasig of Lucius. They are my favorite vocalists. Their harmonies are insane. And I've been telling you to listen to Lucius for years. Good Grief is an incredible album that Lucius made. I also saw them play with Roger Waters mm. Uh, mm-hmm. dur- from mm-hmm. Pink Floyd during his last tour. And... Uh, they sang Great Gig in the Sky, which I just looked up. The original singer of that was Claire Torrey. And just, do you know that song? The one, it's just Maybe. her going. It's just like all this, like no words, just her okay. just belting out these sounds. And it's a really iconic performance and amazing. And I'm like, how's anyone going to live up to that? And they were just so great when they did it. And. I was like, oh, damn, they're going to do it. And they played it, and it was phenomenal. And so Jessica enlisting them is a great move. Their voices just perfectly complement her sound. And uh, this song, Shoulder Charge, it examines isolation and connection and empathy, fear of sharing your inner struggle um, with others, things we've talked about on here a lot. And we'll get more into that after we listen to it. But uh, Jessica said... We are actually and truly the same, even in our differences. To understand all is to forgive all. So, keep that in mind as we listen to Jessica Hoop featuring Lucius with Shoulder Charge. 
that nothing one can go through has not been shared by two. Nothing one can go through has not been shared by two. Nothing not my skin keeps up from in. I came out of this world, not into this world. Nothing knows a finishing when a thing begins. I came out of this world, not into this world, not from outside this world, out of 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 this world. I live as the world Papa Likey, that song as well. Of you course, uh, Jessica is fantastic. Um, the uh, the addition of the uh, Lucius Lucius was great. Yeah, uh, I did have kind of a weird thought though. Like when they first like came in, like that burst there, I was like, oh, it it takes three people to sound like Nico Case because uh, it it really sounds well, like Nico Case. Oh well, I do think I, I that's interesting. Her voice is insane. But I had written um, I had written something about how the the um out of this world, not into this world. Yes. part really reminded me of Nico Case, but I think it's because yeah, they share some of like her and Jessica probably share some of the same like classic folk influences for yeah. sure. Um, but uh, it's good company to be in uh, Nico Case uh, territory as far as vocals go. But um, as I was like listening to the song and the lyrics, I couldn't help but think about American Ninja Warrior. And stick with me for a second here. Stick with me for a second. This this song, why are you my cousin? This song is about empathy. Am I right? So, it's true. So it's let's true. let's try try and uh, understand here. Okay. So um, I, I, I I gathered from that song like people have these stories we don't know what's going on with other mm-hmm. people they're going through things and um you know we we can't understand it we don't understand it until like you invest time whatever so um just recently uh, american ninja warrior came back on on the air and i was reminded of just how much i love they they'll take these stories of people that you don't think will compete in the show or or what have you or um a strange combination like this show and this type of person and then they get into their personal story and it's it's a really beautiful moment sometimes on the most recent episode uh they had this young 20 ish year old autistic uh kid and he started training for american ninja warrior and like actually was connecting with people for the first time and um so they ripped off america's got talent (laughs) that's the no i'm just it's funny that you say that because the formula of america's got talent is also i think there's like an snl sketch or something about like wait they're good 
and they just had this kid with uh, autism play a song, and they, and like they were shocked by it. So it was just funny that you said that because I was like, that sounds a lot like the same thing that happened on America's Got Talent. I guess so, but um, so but what they'll do sometimes is like let people who have trained hard like try at like be televised and stuff but they won't make it far Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what i was expecting to happen with this with this kid and then he ended up being one of six people that night to actually finish the the entire course so that's why i was thinking about that show you should give it what are you talking about right now what does this have to do with the song (laughs) what do you mean why did you not listen? To do... Did you not what? listen to my whole Because the kid part? made it through the thing. What does that have to do with anything? Uh, because uh, I was talking about how people have these stories. They they do things you don't expect. They're going through things you don't expect. You see, you oh, okay, see the kid. You it. don't expect that he's been training hard and that he's going to succeed. And then and then he does. Uh, you misunderstand people. You you uh, label them ahead of time before uh, getting to know them. Okay. Do, yeah. you, do you get it now? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I get it. Let me talk about what I see. Um, it's sort of like Legends of the Hidden Temple. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's what that no, I'm there with you. <laughs> um, no, well, I was picturing um, like this sort of city scene where she's just walking through like the city. Who is she? Um, Jessica. Okay. Um, so this is an autobiographical I'm song. I'm thinking it's autobiographical. Okay. And just has this, the, um, but maybe it's not. But just has this um, inner struggle going on. And like she says in a moment of sonder, which that word is the idea. It comes from this uh, dictionary of obscure sorrows, which is this website that like gives a term for like these ideas that don't have a word for them. You might remember it from the 2016 Kishibashi album, Sonderlust. That's how I knew about it, mm-hmm. which um, Saunders, that idea, like we're talking about, that every person has their a whole life outside of each other person, sort of. like um, Right, which is perfectly exemplified exactly. by American Ninja Warrior. Sure. Yeah. And, um, and so just that idea that, like, everybody's going through the same thing. And it's interesting, that connection to Kishibashi, because she says empathy's contagious. And, like, obviously, this is a lot about, like, um empathy for others and that's what omoyari his new album is all about and uh so it's just interesting because two uh two songs in my uh top 10 which because clearly i care about empathy a lot and i really like when people uh talk about it but um they just had those interesting connections and like when she gets to the part where the uh the lucius singers come in and talks uh that part you're talking about where it really starts like sore and she's saying standing shoulder to shoulder i'm picturing like because i think she says something about the station like on a subway platform just all these people Mm -hmm. standing shoulder to shoulder and just like sort of isolated but all together and like she said like different we're all different but we're the same in our differences like sort of everyone's got their own different struggles going on in their head but we're all the same in that we're all dealing with that same shit. And like you say, you put someone in a box, you make assumptions about someone and you think of them as different than you. And you've sometimes failed to see, Oh, they're dealing with shit. Same as me. And, um, but also I was just thinking of like a, uh, 
like a protest. That's what I was sort of picturing too with the shoulder to shoulder does sort of feel like this sort of like power in numbers thing, standing shoulder to shoulder, like sort of coming together, the connection um, with others. But yeah, it's some hoop wisdom. That's some, some real wisdom in those uh, lyrics. And it's really beautiful, really amazing lyrics, some deep sentiments going on there that I really connect with. And uh, her and Lucius, the Lucius ladies just made a fucking wall of sound with their voices that just mm-hmm. delights me every time i hear it yeah i thought it was going to be sir sir lucius left foot um when uh, you were talking about lucius boy. yeah and so i was a little big boy disappointed it was not big boy it was big boy he's a little boy he's actually a little guy yeah he's big like what <laughs> what's up with that nickname man right. like little john yeah and he's enormous big, right. he's like right. he's like when ant-man goes big yeah when he gets that was Jessica Hoop featuring Lucius with Shoulder Charge from Stone Child. That is out July 5th on Memphis Industries. All right. Well, we got one thing left to do, and that is talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. All right. I got a couple artists I've recently played on the show that have albums coming out this week. French Vanilla with How Am I Not Myself and... Yaysayer with erotic reruns. I just played them last episode. That's going to be sick. What you got, Brian? Uh, I've got Steph Chura yes. with Midnight. Absolutely. A, uh, Detroit artist and awesome on Saddle Creek. We played her previously a couple times on this on this show. Oh, yeah. And also Pale Hound, who we've played before, with Black Friday. Hey, she's supposed to be pale. How can it be Black Friday? And of course, the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, happiness yeah. begins. Since a Stark's boyfriend. Ah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was just saying to Brian off mic that the one of the Jonases, I don't know which one, has an incredible voice. The others can fuck off, but so they were on SNL. There's Joe. It's probably him. There, it's that's, him or Nick. Joe is uh, uh, Sophie Turner's man. Nick is... I'm thinking it's the other one. Um, I don't remember her name. No, maybe it is Joe. And then there's Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> His name's Kevin? I think so. Oh, Kevin Jonas? Let's, let's talk about Kevin. <laughs> we need to talk about Kevin. <laughs> All right. You know what time it is. It's three daddy time. Three daddies. We love them. I love you, daddies. Um. So we got... First off, we're a Planet Ant podcast, and we're powered by Pinecast. I love my two daddies equally. And uh, if you head over to planetantpodcast.com or subscribe to any of their shows wherever you get podcasts, the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is a great one that comes out weekly. and he's, It's lit. It's great. He does interviews with like different Detroit musicians, yeah. uh, artists, sculptors. That's a joke. He doesn't ever have sculptors. Um, and... Uh, that's a bit that he does on the show. And, you know, you never know where it's going to go. You never know what char- crazy characters might stop by for the conversation. So go ahead and check that show out. And we got one more daddy. Don't forget our other daddy. I can't forget our other daddy. Give him a kiss. 
I was gonna wait for you to say it and then give it. This give is one, offshelf.net. Daddy! Go check out offshelf.net. Such great content uh, in the world of music and games and other sculptors <laughs> sculptors <laughs> um and subscribe to their digital zine uh it's a, a monthly gathering of awesomeness so go check out offshelf.net and their social media at offshelf.net d-o-t net all right we got a scram i think it's about time we end this goat parade yeah, I think we should end this goat parade. Uh, the I goats didn't get need... any of the right permits for, for this goat parade. I don't know yeah. if you did, I but think, uh, the city's going to shut us down, uh, and the yeah. goats need to get back to their stables. Um, so This one needs some milking. Bah, milk me. Um, all right, so for Planet Ant Podcast, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. This is the best song ever. Bah, milk me. <laughs>